0: I want to, uh, I don't think this is going to be a real long message, but uh, the Lord just, and I've preached on this subject before, but the Lord just laid on my heart last week to, to talk to you a little bit more about faith. Now I don't know if I know everything there is to know about faith, probably not. I've read a lot of books on faith, I've listened to a lot of people talk about faith, I've watched some things that I thought, boy that took faith to accomplish that. Matter of fact, this right here is going to take faith to accomplish what, what needs to be accomplished here. Faith. Faith uh, toward God in this, in this chapter that we're looking at, in the verse, first three verses, is really the second foundational stone listed here uh, concerning our relationship with the Lord. What's faith, Pastor? Faith is just believing that what God said he can do, he can do. Now, I don't want to rush tonight. I want to be slow just a little bit because I want to let you know, I believe, Toby, I've learned all my life that what God says, he's going to take care of. I believe that. I do. I believe it. I believe it in my mind. I believe it when I say it. But when, I'm, when I put the metal to the pedal, so to speak, and where the rubber meets the road, when it really matters, you all know what I'm talking about? Lord, do I really believe that? Do I really believe that you can do what you say you can do? Can he do that? Can he really turn water into wine? Can he really open blinded eyes? Can he really raise the dead? We know we've read stories of that in scriptures, but I've never saw anybody being raised from the dead. I've 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 read some stories about some people overseas that was raised from the dead and all of that. I have saw two or three things in my life that I knew that was God, that was, just, that was just no way out of it. I knew that it was God. Matter of fact, I had someone just the other day come and tell me, said, Pastor Danny, I just want to tell you something. I believe in 2015, and I've been praying this every day, I believe in 2015 that we are going to be able to see begin to see signs and wonders and miracles in the church today, in this year. Amen. Well, let's fix it to be April. I hadn't saw it yet. I want to see it. I want to see it. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about signs and wonders and miracles, supernatural things that we know, that we know, that we know that it has to be God. For those things to happen, it takes faith in our part. I have to, every man's been given a measure of faith. We know that. But I have to allow my faith to grow Every day. I've got to allow my faith to increase. I have to grow in Christ. I can't be wishy-washy. I can't be straddling the fence, so to speak, with God and think, you know, God's going to do this and God's going to do it. No. God, I mean, God can do whatever he wants to do. Understand that, number one. God can do whatever he wants to to whoever he wants to. You be, be you sane or be you sinner, he can do whatever he wants to. He's God. But in order to see some of the things that I'm talking about, that, that, that other level... You know what I'm talking about. We've got to get to another level of faith. We have to grow in our faith. I want you to look at Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. I love the way this verse starts out. It says, therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. In other words, we've been talking about some good stuff, but it's elementary stuff. Now it's time for us to grow. In other words, we, we've been learning about Christ, we've been drinking the milk of the word, but it's time now for us to leave the milk and get to the meat. Get to that deep stuff, that other level kind of stuff that God is talking about. And it says, it says therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. We've already dealt with that, in other words. We know how we're saved. We know that we're saved through the blood of Christ. We know that we're here tonight because of the Lord Jesus Christ. We know because of the price that he paid on Calvary, you and I, we had opportunity to say, Lord, I accept you as as my Savior. I, I, I want you to come into my life, right? We know those things. And so we, we don't need to be dealing with that anymore. The, the scripture here is talks about, let's, let's leave those things. We, we've got to that place. We've learned those things. Now, we've all made mistakes, right? But the thing is, have we learned from our mistakes when we made the mistakes? If I've done something to hurt myself, and it was a mistake, Brother rains, that I'd done. And it, 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 it I smashed my finger, something, whatever the, the case may be. And I learned that it was a mistake, Then I don't need to go back down that road. I've learned that already. So the scripture here says we've left the discussion of the elementary, and so we want to go on to perfection. Now laying again the foundation, the foundation has already been laid. From dead works and the faith toward God of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. Faith. Faith is that, is that thing that, as we say, that just simply believes that what God said he's going to do, in other words, let's put it where we are, he's going to take care, of, he's going to do. Faith is an actual agreement with God in his abilities to perform What His Word says, it will take place. Now, I love reading the Word of God. And and the Word that I understand and some of the words in Scriptures, Brother Adam, that I read is, He's for me. He's not against me. But i got to have faith to believe that. Because sometimes I get down on myself and I'm wondering if anybody's for me. Hello? So by faith, I believe that God is for me and not against me. By faith, I know the Scripture says, by my stripes you are are healed <laughs> but my faith has to arise and get to that level of understanding what what healing is and understanding what faith is and believing that I walk in my healing even though I'm sick come on somebody even though I'm dying I'm healed even though I even though I it may not look like it on the outside even though this outer man may be wasting away the inner man is being renewed day by day Faith, faith is an agreement with God. Faith isn't just believing on the word of God, but we got to believe in the God of the word. Got to believe in the God of the word. Hebrews 11.1 one says, "Faith is a substance of things hoped for; it's the evidence of things not seen." When we, when we understand this and we look at that statement, it, it, it's the reverse order of natural law. It's the, it's, that's the reverse of how we, how we think it's supposed to be, humanly speaking. Seeing is believing, and to believing is seeing. See, we're going to believe it if we see it with our eyes. You go back in, this, in the Gospels, and you'll find when Jesus done miracles and all that, he had crowds of people following him, right? Remember when Jesus says, Blessed are those who hath not seen yet. Believe. They believe because they saw. They believe because they experienced. They believe because they reached out and they touched him. <laughs> but blessed are those who have not saw, but yet they believe anyway. So then why, pastor, is faith important? Why, why is this little word so important? Hebrews eleven six 6 says, but without faith, it is what? It's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I don't know about you, but I believe an understanding of this statement is one of the probably the greatest needs that we need today in our spiritual lives. God has built his relationship with us. We are developing a relationship. We're growing in our relationship with him based on our faith toward him. No measure of works. It's not what you can do for God. It's not about the funds that you bring every Sunday over this last month to give to missions what you can do for God. No measure of prayer, no measure of Bible study will ever meet the basic requirement of living by faith. Understand that. Those are good things. Those are good spiritual gifts and all of those things. All those are good things. But God limits His ability to help us by the measure of faith that we place in Him. What do you mean, Pastor? You remember Jesus Jesus couldn't do some miracles in some places because of what? Their unbelief. And so if that's the case, if I, if I don't believe, I, I, I stop the hands of God. I, I, I bind the hands of God. And so I've got to get rid of my unbelief and say, Lord, I believe. Even though it may not happen the way I want it to happen. But my belief in him has to be sure. It has to be firm. The foundation I stand has to be firm. Amen. Romans 1 and 16 says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel of righteousness of God is revealed a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, The righteous or the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. And so when we look at that, it gives us a key thought here that the just is going to live by faith. Faith isn't, isn't just, a, just an action thing, it, but, but a constant activity in the life of the believer. It doesn't just happen when I think about it. It has to be a continual lifestyle of me and you. A relationship with God. My relationship with God has to be a continual thing. It's just not a one-day-a-week thing. It's not a two-day-a-week thing. It's a twenty four hour a day every day of the week. Amen. My relationship with God. And so it's a it's not just a just a one time action, but it's a constant activity in our lives. You don't just jump from one faith experience to another faith experience. Now there's a lot of folks trying to do that. They'll run from here and they'll run from there and they'll run from this trying to get the charge or trying to get in the in the groove and all kinds. Ca- but listen, God's still God. Whether you're in the groove or not, He's still God. Come on, somebody. And so I don't have to run off, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with doing that, but I don't have to run off to this this minister and that and that work and all that just to just to just to just, to, just to get that emotional charge, so to speak. God's God. And God can move wherever and whenever He desires. But there's a continual walk of faith every day that we need to have in Christ. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, For it's by grace that you've been saved through what? Faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Faith. It's so essential in our lives that God even ties salvation to it. I mean, if we if we even believe that we're saved, you've got to have a little bit of faith in your life, right? You got to have a measure of faith. He gives us the grace, that is His part. We accept it by faith, that is our part, and then we're saved. He did the work for us, but we accepted what He has done for us. We accepted what He has done for us, amen. Another reason why faith... It's such an important uh, teaching for every, every Christian, every believer, is that everything that you face in life, we got to face it from God's perspective. What are you talking about? God's perspective is this. God has an unlimited ability. You, on the other hand, and me, on the other hand, we have a, we, we, we have a, we have a limited ability. Things that I can do is limited. I, I can't do some things, but God, man, he can do everything. He has an unlimited ability. Luke 1 and 37 says, For with God, nothing is impossible. God doesn't know the word impossible. It's not in His vocabulary. Because all things are possible (laughs) with God. All things are possible. In other words, there's no word from God that will ever fail. Now, I don't want to upset you, Apocot, right here, but let me just share something with you. Pastor. He'll let you down from time to time. As good as I is, I'm going to let you down from time to time. But God, He won't let you down. All things are possible. No word from God will ever fail. Jesus said unto him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. So that's why faith is so important. We've got to have faith in order to live in this Christian walk with God. We got to have faith. We we must we must we must let our faith continue to grow each and every day with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if faith is if faith is that important, pastor, then what's the source of the faith? What is the source? We need to understand that according to John chapter 3 verse 27, faith is a gift from God. It says a man can receive nothing except to be given from him from heaven. It's a gift from God. He gives us this faith. Every good every perfect gift is from where? Above. Every good and perfect gift is from above. God is not going to allow allow human effort to perform divine results. It ain't in our ability. It's not in our ability for that to happen. I can't do divine things. We say, Pastor, but I've I've saw people lay hands on somebody and, boy, God just seemed to touch. That's true. But it's not that person doing the healing. It's not that individual doing that divine touch. God's just using them as a vessel. God's using them as a conduit. God is the one that brings the results. He's the one that divides the, the, that gives the healing. He's the one that gives the divine touch. Amen. It, you're just you're just being and, and every one of us are in the same, in the same boat, so to speak, Pastor. I don't I've never laid hands on somebody. Well, why don't you try it every now and then? It could be that God has given you the gift of healing. It could be that God is using you and your faith to increase somebody else's faith. Amen. Now, let me stop here and say this just long enough, uh, and, and I hope you understand what I'm saying. We live in a day and time where I, I don't, I'm not sure about everybody and anybody praying for me. Does that make sense? Is that all right? I'll let some folks pray, but I'm not sure about everybody. From things that I know and things their and their fruit of their spirit, and you know, the, the fruit that they bear, in other words. I don't have time to talk about that. You just got to accept it. Every good and perfect gift is from above. God is not going to allow those things from a, from a human standpoint to perform those divine things. It's God all the time. Us, we're zero. But God uses us. We're His feet. We're His hands. We're His mouth. All of those things. He'll not, he will not share His glory with you. He's not going to share His glory with you. Well, pastor, I, man, I wanted, I wanted that pastor job. I wanted, I wanted to get my, the fine suit on, and I want to drive that fine car, and I want people to call my name. Well, that's fine, and that's, you know, that's all right. But understand, you ain't nothing without God. You're nothing without God. You may have a big television evangelist that you like, and I like several of them. And I, and I place uh, you know, and I hold them up in prayer, and I, and I respect them. But i don't tell you, they're nothing without God. They're nothing without God. And so we've we got to understand where our place is. Why don't you look with me First 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Concerning these spiritual gifts and the unity and diversity, what we're talking about here. first one says this, now concerning spiritual gifts. He said, I don't want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities in gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit, listen to this, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one of us, the prophet of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith, listen, by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit work all these things, distributing to each one individually as... He wills how am I going to know what gift I have? the Bible says try the spirits and see if they be of God. First Corinthians says it lists faith as a manifestation of the spirit a manifestation of the spirit but when you go to Galatians chapter five you'll see that faith is listed as the fruit of the spirit at the same time but the fruit of the spirit the Bible says is, is the fruit of the spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace it's forbearance it's kindness it's goodness and it's faithfulness fruit of the spirit now what that means to me is just my little way of simple way of thinking when I doubt God and I say I don't know if God can do it or not I'm not being faithful who knows if God will do it but by faith I've got to trust him that he's he's going to take care of it by faith I've got to step out on nothing at times and trust God to catch me boy that ain't easy by faith I don't know where the money's coming from but I gotta trust God that he's gonna bring it in somehow by faith I don't know where my healing is gonna come from because it don't look good but by faith I'm gonna trust God and I'm gonna be faithful to believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him he is a rewarder of those that he's died for those that shed his blood that took the stripes upon his back for our healing and I got to trust in that even to this point, even to the point of death I got to trust him. Pastor that ain't what I wanted to hear but that's what we got we got to understand this church. even to the point of death I've got to put my trust in the Lord my faith has got to grow in him. It's faithfulness, gentleness self-control against such it says there is no law so faith Can't be worked up. Can't work faith up. It's not an emotional kind of thing. You can yell at it all you want to. Faith, come over here. It ain't going to listen to you. You can shout at all you want to. Faith, I need you today. No. I'm not sure if faith has ears. God has ears. Faith has to be built up in me. You can shout it, you can scream at the devil, you can scream at the disease, and it will not be moved until you move into the spiritual realm of where God imparts faith and builds that faith into you. That's why I'm talking about that other other level that we need to get on. Got to Get to that next level of faith and allowing God to move in us. Faith, faith is tied into God's word. Psalms 138.2 says this, I'm going to bow down towards your holy temple. It says, I'm going to praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted your solemn decree that it surpasses your fame. In other words, for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name, Lord. Because of faith, God places infinite value on his word. His word is important to us tonight. This is the road map that you and I have to have in order to get to heaven. We've got to stay in his word we got to know what the Word tells us. Amen. Because if we couldn't trust His Word, you're not going to ever trust Him. Now, This is very simple for you to understand. Every one of us knows people that we don't trust because they have not lived up to their Word. Right? They had not lived up to their Word. If they say this... And do something else enough at times. You say, I can't, you can't depend on them. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. But if they say this, and they're there every time, they're consistent, then I could put stock in their what? Word. And I'm going to trust them. My faith will be built up. I'm not going to worry about it because, hey, they've, they've they've had me down this way before. And I they, they What they said is, is that's just the way it is. This is what's going to happen. And I'm going to trust them in their their word. Amen. So if you can't trust God's word, you're never going to trust him. Why is that, Pastor? Because faith comes by what? Hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. How do I grow my faith? Stay in the word. How do I enlarge my faith? Stay in the word. How do I grow my faith and mature my faith? Stay in His Word. Keep His Word close to you, Amen. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. This is this is a simple, simple point here. It did not say faith comes by memorizing the Word, even though memorizing is a good thing to do. But it didn't say faith comes that way. It, it, faith. It didn't say faith comes by hearing a good sermon, even though I'm glad you come and listen to me preach. And that's not how. That's not how faith grows. It's important, important to our life. It, it, not, it did not even say that, that faith, by, it's simply by reading the word of God that you can have faith. It's by hearing, now, now don't miss this point right here. We've got to stay in the word. But here, here's the next level I'm talking about. Cross over here, just stay with me. It's by get, reading this word, but as you read the word, you hear a spiritual rhema word from the Lord. And you cross over to that next level. God, it's not only that I'm going to read it. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to depend on you. I don't care what happens. I'm walking by faith. Knowing that you're going to take care of it. Now, folks, many times that's not easy to do. It's not. We've got to be, be, you know, just truth with ourselves. It's not easy to do. But as we continue to walk in that it's almost like we were talking about with the other person. When they, If they're consistent with giving us their word all the time, and they're, and they're consistent every time, I'm going to be more prone to believe them, right? Every time, I'm going to put my trust in that. The more I put my trust in God's word and, 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 and trust in God himself, he's going to come through every time. God, I'm going to grow in you. I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to depend upon you. I'm going to listen to what your word is telling me. Amen. That rhema word. That rhema word. We hear that voice, we hear that spiritual voice, and then we obtain that spiritual truth that God wants to give us. When you look at John 1 and 12, it talks about, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. It, it's 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 almost just like childlike faith. That's the easiest way to explain it. You can take a child, and and, and every one of these child. I saw some of these some of the kids, your grandparents and uh, your grandparents, your grandsons and granddaughters, and some of you dads and grandparents. They'll you'll take this child and they and they say, catch me, catch me. Matter of fact, Sophie the other day, David we was at we was at the house and we, she didn't jump very far, but she was on that bed and I got walked. She said, Pastor, catch me. And if she didn't jump, she just falls in my arm. But now, here's the thing. What if one time I did not catch her? She would think a little little harder about Pastor catch me. (laughs) Because Pastor ain't consistent in his catching. (laughs) But if I catch her every time, she's going to get more braver, more braver, She'll take a step back and she'll start running and jumping. Sometimes they get so brave that you're scared for them. Because there ain't no way I can catch them. You know what I'm talking about. Most kids are that way. And they're just by childlike faith, that's what they believe. And they're just going to take you at your word. Never forget Adam. And I've told you all this before. When he was a little, little toddler this god just showed this so vividly to me one day i don't remember where we was going but karen was sick that particular day wherever we was traveling she was holding adam in her in her lap and she said oh i'm just so sick my head's hurting i don't know whatever adam just turned around and laid his hands on her on her head said lord just touch mama that's all he said why did he do that because he had heard me say or heard his mama say or heard a sunday school teacher or somebody just say god can heal and that's just that was just it See, we want, to, we want to put ifs and buts and ends and this and all that kind of stuff around God, healing. God can heal. By his stripes, we are healed. But Lord, I don't know if you'll do it for me. By his stripes, we are healed. Well, you, but you don't understand what color I am. No matter. By his stripes, we are healed. Well, you don't know where I've been, God. It doesn't matter. By his stripes, we can be healed. Hallelujah. And so my faith, boy, it has to grow. And I have to get me out of the way. I have to get my thoughts and my processes out of the way. And I have to get my junk out of the way. And I have to get how how I think, God, you need to do it this way or you need to do it that way. And whatever the case may be, God, just do it your way. Just do it your way. And I'm okay with that. I'm under the opinion that if Jesus Christ would come back today and walk around where we are today, there are some things that he would be doing we wouldn't be so sure about. Uh Uh-uh. I'm not so sure if I, would, if I would follow this guy that took me outside the city walls and put mud and spit in my face and all that kind of stuff so my eyes would be open. This guy's a nut. Say, Pastor, oh, that's Jesus. You're going to trust him? Well, no, you think about it. You think about it. We got some folks living in our day that calls himself priests and prophets and all that that does some crazy stuff too, and we question. We wonder about some things. I do the same thing. But who are we to say if they're right or wrong, right? If they're following the word of God, you've got to back everything up with the word of God. Back it all up with the word of God. Faith. Faith has to grow. Faith has to grow. But to many has received him. To them gave him power to become the sons of God. To even to them that believe on his name, which are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And so our relationship to God then can never be in the natural realm. It's hard, we can't keep it in that natural realm because God is a, what? He's a spirit. He's a spirit. And those that commune with him, those that begin to worship him has got to worship God in spirit and in truth. And in truth. All right, pastor, so if that's the case, if, if, if faith is important to us, if, if, if faith is important, and, 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 if, and if we understand that, that, that God is the source of this faith, then how then can we activate this faith in our life? It's almost like a, most of you guys know what I'm talking about, more so than probably the women. But you'll go home tonight, and many of you will sit down in front of the television, you'll pick up your remote control, and you have the power in your hand. What's the power for? It's to turn it on. Turn the television on. You have the power to change channels. You can go up or you can go down. You even got the power to go to a DVD player and play a movie, probably, if you want to. You even got the power, some of you, to change it from the regular cable to the satellite program and all of those kind of things. You've got the power in your hand. But if you never push the button. You ain't got nothing but just some kind of device holding in your hand. It's always funny to me, and I've done the same thing. Guys, you do, you do the same thing. You'll take that remote control, and if the batteries are out of it, you'll and you'll wonder what in the world's wrong with it. Or if you lose the remote control, you'll spend half a day looking for the remote instead of going to the television and changing the channel. Why? Because you love the power. Used to be years ago, that's what you had to do. Go to the television, change the channel. Right? Turn it on, turn it off. All the, We don't do that anymore. Some of these young people today, they ain't got a clue about having to go outside and turn an antenna to make sure you got the right reception on this particular channel. We, don't, we didn't have but two or three channels, you know, where we were, grew up in South Mississippi, and we always had to go out on the front porch when you turn it to channel three, and, and is it okay no, keep turning it a little bit. And we turn it on. But now we've got the power in our hand. But if we never push the button, God gives us faith. Everybody has a measure of faith. But if you never use and utilize the faith in your life, it'll never grow. It'll never grow. Faith's got to be activated. When God does His part, the Lord does His part, the Holy Spirit does His part, it gives the word, it gives the command then we must obey. Point. And I don't mean to bring Annette into this, but last, when was it? It was two Sundays ago. Two Sundays ago. The Lord, y'all heard me. Y'all was, right, y'all was right here. When the Lord laid on my heart, said you bring a chair down here, you get your father to sit in that chair, and you ask Annette to come and kneel in front of him. That's what the Lord spoke to me. I, had no, I said, Lord, this is crazy. Why do you want me to do that? Now you watched Annette come up here, and she whispered in my dad's ear, and said, look, if you don't mind, can I sit on your lap and just hug you like I would my father? Of course, that was fine. I went after church, and I, Annette was in the back back there, and, I, and she was all by herself. And I said, Annette, I said, I don't have a clue why God asked me to do that, but I'm so thankful that you were obedient to, to listen. She said, Pastor, I know exactly why God wanted you to do that. I said, well, tell me. She says, it was just this morning, two weeks ago today. It was just this morning that I was praying, and I wanted to sit in my daddy's lap and for him to hold me. Now, what if I would have not been obedient to listen to that voice, as strange as it was? She wouldn't have got the blessing that she received that particular morning. I don't think God would have kicked me out of heaven by not listening to him. I'm just saying, you understand, the blessing then wouldn't have have went forth. That would have went forth. And the more that we get our ears in tune to listen to his voice, we've got to hear him. We've got to listen to him and we follow Him, then the more our faith will begin to grow. The more our faith will begin to be able to step out on faith, believing that God is able to take care of all the situation. God is going to do His part. The Holy Spirit is going to do His part. They're going to give us the Word. But then we have to activate the faith in our life. We must rise. We must walk. We must go. We must wash like Zacchaeus did. He had, he had, that faith had to, be, had to be operated by action. There's always, when you're, when you're looking at faith, there's always a stepping out place. There's always a stepping out place until you make the first step and God will meet you there every time. Boy, that first step though is hard. Yeah, it is. But God will meet you there every time. Obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. You can't receive the reward of faith if you're not obedient to the Lord. Sometimes, sometimes the action or the stepping out. Musicians, go ahead and come if you will. Sometimes the, the, the action of the stepping out is is, is uh, stepping out is not a physical action, but it's a verbal commitment. Be it unto me. You remember the scripture? Be it unto me according to your word. Be it unto me according to your word. Remember that, that story in the Bible, Lord? You just say the word. You don't even have to come. Just say the word. Just say the word. Another story the Bible talks, yeah, but Lord, even the dogs get to eat the crumbs that fall off the table. Just let me, just let me eat the crumbs from your table. Are you satisfied by eating the crumbs from the master's table tonight? Are you satisfied with that? Speak the word. Sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's verbal. She said in her heart, said, Lord, if I could just, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll, I'll be made whole. Man, this lady here, she'd, she'd wasted everything, all of her finance, everything. She'd done that, everything. She went to every doctor. She spent all, all her livelihood for 12 years. She would suffered this disease, and she got to the place. If I can just, I can just get to this man called Jesus, because I've heard that he heals. I've heard that he does. The, if, I can just, if I can just get there and just, and just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. She didn't require him to turn around and touch her. boy, think about this. she didn't require Brother Rains for him to turn around and embrace her and love on her just a little bit and say, "Daughter, go that way, you're healed uh-uh. she didn't require any of that if i can just if I can just reach out and touch the hem of his garment i'll be made whole, Peter. Got to the place in his life one day where his shadow <laughs> crossed by a folk and they were healed. You talking about a powerhouse. Oh yeah, it's that same guy that got in his foot in his mouth many times. That one. Same one. Oh yeah, it's the same one that denied Christ. Same guy. Boy, he found another level. Found another level that he had to get to. Faith. And Lord, help us, help me, help us that our faith could arise tonight. I want to see in 2015, I want sickness and disease and death to be gone from this house. It needs to be gone from this house, it needs to be gone from your house. I want to see in 2015 our faith arise where miracles that we know that we know that's God will take place and faith will begin to be arise. Stepping out. We've got, to, we've got to put our faith into action. Be it unto me is your word, says Lord. Faith is tied up. In God's word. Remember the story of the Bible where, where they come to come to Jesus' mama. And Jesus' mama, Mary, she said this to him. She said, whatever he says to do, just do it. <laughs> we, we read that scripture. We, we, we read over it quick many times. But I want to tell you, that's some powerful preaching right there. Whatever he says to do, just do it. Nike thought they had it going on. Mm -mm. Jesus says, Mama had it going on way back yonder. Just do it. Whatever he says. Whatever he says to do. The question I have for us tonight is, whatever Jesus tells you to do, are you willing to take the step of faith to do it? Are you willing to go out on a limb just to do what he said to do? Are you willing to go to that individual that God's been pressing upon your heart? Are you willing just to go there? Just to speak to them? Just to love on them? Are you willing to do what God says to do? Are you willing to give whatever God says to give? Now I'll tell you, I've been in three or four times in my life, I've been in a situation where I know that God said, I want you to give this amount, and I'm standing there wondering, how in the world am I going to give this? I'm thankful God ain't spoke to me more times. I'm not saying that he won't in the future, but those two or three times, Sister Lane, I was wondering, God, how am I going to do this? I don't, I, don't, I don't know where it's coming from. But you know what I found out? God always supplied. What I had to do, I had to get me out of the way and get my heart to quit beating loud enough in my chest just to take one little step. And when I made that step, it sort of subsided a little bit, and I made another step. And then later on, a few weeks later, God provided some way the funds to come in, and I was able to give what God instructed me to give are we willing to step out enough to trust God by faith for him to do what he says is going to do faith is important for you today faith is important for me God is the source and so my prayer is God then if that's the case then activate my faith activate our faith today now here's the thing church I believe this coming week and I'm going to ask some of you to do something with me this week not going to be nothing that you can't do that we hadn't done before. I want you to be in prayer this week, but I want you to fast this week as well. I want you to, I want you to put, push this out. I don't want you to fast to Coke or Facebook. If, you, if God lays it on your heart, then do it. I want you to push away from the table. I want you to do away with some physical stuff that supplies your physical need and get alone with God for Easter this next Sunday for souls. How many will do that with me this week? I'm not, telling, I'm not going to tell you when. That's going to be between you and God. Just push, push away. Whether it's one meal, two meal, all day, whatever the case may be. You may, you may want well to fast all week long. Whatever God lays on your heart. But are you willing to do what God tells you and asks you to do so that faith can be activated? You've got to trust in Him. You've got to lean on Him. You've got to step out in faith in His name. In His name. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Lord, activate my faith. Activate our faith tonight. I want to ask you to stand tonight. I want you to come around these altars tonight. Stand, kneel, whatever. We want to pray, God, whatever level of faith I'm on, then increase it that much more. Help me each and every day, God, to grow in my faith in you. If it's a lack of faith in God, help my unbelief. If it's in me, then God, help, help my unbelief. Get rid, let me get rid of this unbelief and let me, let, let me learn to trust in you more and more every day. I want you to come and let's spend a little moment in prayer concerning faith tonight. Amen.